Asian Pop Nation on Sin 90.7. Hello, everyone. You are listening to Asian Pop Nation right here on Sin. My name is Lisha, and you just heard Australian Filipino artist Grant Perez with his song titled Absence of You. We also played Thai girl group Celeste with the song Skip a Beat. And lastly, we played Malaysian band Insomniacs with the song title Sabruna, which means perfect. Perfect can also be used to describe this very interview we have tonight, our first for this year, with this lovely indie author that goes by the name of Kanako O'Karon. She is here joining us in APN to talk about her big debut novel titled Not Like in the Movies. So put your hands together as we join Xenia in learning more about the novel and as well as the one and only author herself, Kanako O'Karon. Welcome to Asian Pop Nation, Kanako. Thanks for coming on board to speak to us a little bit about your book. Could you tell us maybe a little bit about, you know, yourself and what Not Like the Movies is about? Well, um, I'm a 15-year-old indie author from Hobart and I'm biracial, so I'm half Japanese, half Australian. And my primary genre in my writing is YA, but I also like to draw in my spare time. So Not Like in the Movies is my debut novel about a teen celebrity called Zelda Millet. Her parents are both actors in Hollywood and it's just about her kind of recounting her life in like a documentary style format. So it's as if she is talking directly to the reader who is like the interviewer. So that was kind of on purpose. And so people get a better understanding of it's like Hollywood she has to get interviewed all the time so that's kind of the premise of the book and she talks about how how difficult her life is and how life is not like in the movies which is obviously the title of the book just about fame and stuff is the most part what it's about awesome yeah it's definitely exciting and I'm sure it's something that a lot of people listening would love to read about and want that insight into. So what's inspired your book? What was it about fame that drew you to writing about it? Well, it was inspired by my younger self and the thoughts that I had around the idea of fame because I always found it interesting when I would just see obviously celebrities or like interviews about them where they talk about like how difficult fame is. But when I was little, I didn't think much about that. I always thought about the positive side of it and how fun it must be, be like the best thing ever to just be known and stuff. Because I like always had like dreams about being on talk shows. Like that was like something I always wanted to do. And I think that's because when I was little, I had like, things happened when I was younger that really affected me. So to, in order to distract myself from like those things, I thought something big needs to happen. And in this case, for me, it was fame. I thought that was the answer. But obviously I matured and I was like, <laughs> it's obviously not that easy and fame is really difficult and especially for people who don't want to be in the spotlight. So I made sure that was uh, also a big theme in my book for people who obviously don't want to be in the spotlight, but something happens, like an event, and then they become known suddenly. So that was also a core theme of my book. I started writing it when I was 12 because that's when I first had the idea. And then it wasn't until COVID happened that I decided to continue the book. So it became kind of like a lockdown project in a way? Yeah. Before like COVID, I used to just write stories and then stop them in the middle. Like, I don't want to continue this anymore. Like, 
I'd just give up and not continue ever again. But with this book, I decided after finding it under my bed because I wrote it by hand on like paper, scraps of paper, and I sticky taped them together to be like a chapter book. So I put them just anywhere, I suppose, and then I found it lying under my bed. I was like, okay, I'll pick this up and have a look and see what this is about. And then I read the first few pages and I, and I was like, oh, this story actually has some potential. So I decided to continue it and, yeah, that's how it came to be. Yeah, and you mentioned a little bit about that unique style of writing the book. It's more like in an interview format. What was it about it that you thought this is the way to tell the story and not in the traditional way that was kind of a last minute decision for me because the original book was not set out like that like my first ever draft of the book it wasn't until like I was like, thought more about what the story should be about then I thought oh maybe like would be even cool like if it was like a documentary style because that might get the reader really hooked and like immediately because not many books I don't think have like a interview format of the book so I guess I wanted to try something different for my first ever novel that I was going to publish and that's sort of why the chapters are takes as well to get like take one take two take three to get the reader an idea of what happens I guess when people film me because throughout like each chapter she'll say occasional things like can you hear me or like is this working so like people get that vibe of what it's about. And what were some of the challenges and joys of writing your debut novel? What were some of the things that you enjoyed in the process and some of the things that were really hard to go through? Challenges were definitely the editing because I'm quite an impatient person. I like things to go like, this needs to happen like overnight. I need to get this done like as much as I can. But editing was always tricky for me. And kind of annoying, I guess, because I had to go back and fix a lot of things because I'm not an experienced author. So I'm still 15. So I made a lot of mistakes in my writing. So when my parents read through it, they're like, you need to get rid of this. This is all filler. You don't need that bit. And um, I also sent it to a manuscript assessor and she also gave me a lot of feedback and said, there's a lot of plot holes. The characters are like all over the shop. You need to clean it up a bit so I did that so that was definitely a challenge um the highlights were in the end when I finally finished it and everything was done and was ready to send to publishing was when I was like wow I've got this far because I never really finished a book like that before obviously publishing like I'd always want to be published when I was little but for this to actually happen I never thought it would really happen so I was like really amazed and I guess proud of myself because it was certainly like a incredible experience having to put my book together and like designing the front cover was really fun because I'm self-published. Obviously everything is independent, so I did everything myself, most of the stuff myself. So, yeah, the front cover was made probably the most fun. You mentioned that you were half Japanese. So I was wondering if you felt since our show is all about Asian representation and culture and music. Do you feel like your heritage has influenced not like the movies at all or even just like your interest in writing? Yeah, definitely influenced my writing because I guess from a young age I've always been told if I wanted to be an actor or a singer or I needed a backup job, (laughs) 
like my mum would always tell me I need a backup job, which I think is quite common among like immigrant families. And if they want to pursue other careers that aren't like medical law degrees, I guess, but I'm not at that stage yet because that kind of got me inspired to write about like celebrities and like kids in that situation because I would be able to imagine how I would feel in that situation if that was me. The main character is sort of like me. She's like biracial as well, but she's not Asian. She's like half European. I made sure to write that down as a key part of the book. And what are some of the ways you'd like readers to be impacted by your book or what key takeaways do you hope they get after reading it? Um, I guess what the title suggests, like not like in the movies, because I think especially for little kids, like when I was younger, like we think that fame and stuff we see on TV and we just think it's so cool and stuff and it will like change our life for the better. But then when I hear all these interviews and they're always saying how difficult and stressful it is and I can understand that because it's already stressful for me to do interviews. So I can't imagine like having to do that every day or be in the spotlight every day and have like cameras everywhere. So yeah, I hope people can take away that they're just fine being who they are and their life currently is fine. They don't need to change anything. And if they just do what they love, then that's the main thing. They don't need to look for other things to make them feel better that are, that turn into negative stuff like fame. Yeah, absolutely. And I also heard or read somewhere in another interview you've done that you're planning to write another book. Any idea of what it might be about or have you started writing it yet? Yeah, I'm working on something that has no connection to not liking the movies whatsoever, but it has got some philosophical elements in it. So that's one key thing in the book. Yeah, sounds exciting. Looking forward to reading it once it does come out. And for anyone who's interested in finding and reading Not Like the Movies and also following you, where can they find you? Are you on social media? Yeah, I'm on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at Okuron Kanako on all of my social media. Beautiful. And also as we're a music show, do you feel like there's a song that kind of encapsulates your book or the tone of your story? Since last year I discovered the Linda Lindas. Have you heard of Linda Lindas? I have not. Oh, they're Asian-American girl rock band. They're like teenagers but they're really good. And their latest song is Growing Up. I really love that song because I guess it's about growing up and they're like my age so I can relate to them and I feel like that's like Zelda Moulet, the main character in the book, she's like struggling to come terms with growing up and at the same time she's in the spotlight. So I would say that's a good song choice. Awesome. And I guess we'll play that now. Thanks so much, Kanakor, for talking to us and sharing your book. Um, You can find Not Like the Movies online if you're interested in reading it. But thanks again. Thank you for having me. This was great. (laughs) 